T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. For sale on the black market. The Inside Edition hidden camera investigation. How do you get them? He's just got to know the right people. Plus, Piers Morgan doubling down on Meghan Markle. She's the delusional duchess who's on the main. Plus, nearly one year later, how this businessman is struggling to survive in the wake of the George Floyd tragedy. Demonstrators set this entire block on fire. And now, this is all that's left. And you lost everything. Everything. And the 75-year-old woman sucker-punched on her way to Easter brunch. All of a sudden, he delivers this hellacious punch. She was once a popular TV crime reporter. I'm Judith Thomas for the News at Noon. Then, the woman who says she had no idea she was pregnant. She thought it was a kidney stone. Now we have a precious baby boy. And the house at the corner. Look what keeps happening. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is the latest prized possession, a CDC COVID vaccine card. It is your only proof that you've been protected against COVID-19. But not everyone's getting one the right way by getting the vaccination. In fact, we found people selling vaccine cards online. And what's really worrisome is they look just like the real thing. Millions of Americans are lining up for their COVID shots, and with that, a coveted vaccination card. But look what we found online. Vaccination cards for sale. On Craigslist, counterfeit cards are selling for $60. We also found what appear to be real vaccination cards for sale on eBay. This one for $200 says, good for international traveling with COVID vaccine. So who's behind the eBay ad? All right, here we go. Inside Edition producer Josh Bernstein met the guy in a shopping center parking lot in Charlotte, North Carolina. I feel like it's a drug deal. The card he's selling sure looks official as approved by the World Health Organization. And there's the CDC logo. Wow, they're good. It came from uh, WHO. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you get them? Um, he's just got to know the right people. And he claimed he had access to more. Because I have friends who definitely don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, you've got my, uh, you've got my number if you want more. If you've got some friends that want some, I mean, just let me know. Time to let this guy know who we really are. I'm actually a producer with Inside Edition. You realize you might be putting people's lives at risk by selling these. I'm not putting anybody's life at risk. I just put it up there on eBay, and, you know, whoever wants it can get it and do what they want with it. It is shameful and outrageous. Dr. Oz was shocked by what we found. And I think that puts the entire system at risk because now we can't stratify who's safe to travel, who's not, who should be able to to be in in a crowded space and who's not. Is there anything else you want to say? 
The auction listing we responded to on eBay has since been taken down. The FBI says it is a crime to falsely use a government seal like that CDC logo on a document. It was a big moment as Baylor won its first men's basketball national title. Ecstatic fans could hardly contain themselves, but were they a little too close for comfort? As more sporting events are allowing crowds back in the stands, there are fears that they might become super spreader events. Jubilation as Baylor wins the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Baylor with a championship. But there are fears today that the celebrations may prove to be a super spreader. The game was broadcast live at the campus football stadium in Waco. And when the final buzzer sounded, the fans stormed the field. You see those <laughs> Baylor students clearly going crazy on the football field after the big win. A little too close for comfort for me, yeah, though. Sure is enjoy was. The party carried on into the night on the streets of Waco, with students setting off fireworks and lighting fires. Also in Texas, a capacity crowd of nearly 40,000 packed the stands for the Rangers' home opener. Fans filed into the ballpark, most wearing masks, but many were not. It was surreal. We haven't seen that many people collectively cheering in a venue like this in over a year. It made yeah, Dr. You know, Fauci more than a little uneasy. But to just start right off, just essentially pulling the plug, I'm a bit concerned about that. I mean, they're taking a chance. It's risky. And an uptick in air travel is sparking a rash of confrontations over masks. You are a liar. This passenger flipped the bird as she was kicked off a Southwest flight for reportedly refusing to keep her mask on. As she left, a flight attendant did a little victory dance. And a family flying from Orlando was asked to get off a Spirit Airlines flight after they say their two-year-old took off her mask to eat yogurt. But the airline today said the video does not tell the entire story. The flight was delayed due to adults who did not comply with the federal mask requirement. Later, the family was allowed back onto the plane and flew home to New Jersey. And cause for celebration. 16-year-old Brianna Justice was one of the first 16-year-olds in New York State to be eligible starting today. I was nervous, but then I was also excited because I get to get vaccinated. Right now, 14 states have opened vaccine eligibility to anyone over the age of 16. His comments about Meghan Markle sparked more than 60,000 official complaints. Now Piers Morgan is doubling down. In his first interview since storming off the set of his British chat show, Morgan declared that he still doesn't believe her. Piers Morgan is back on the air, picking up where he left off, slamming Meghan Markle and cancel culture in a new interview with Tucker Carlson. It's completely baffling to me. What is happening to our democracies when people feel so cowed by the fear of the woke mob. It's the first sit-down for the controversial talk show host since he stormed off the set of his Good Morning Britain show last month. What I was witnessing was the most extraordinarily disingenuous smear hit job on the royal family, on the queen, on the monarchy, and frankly on, on Britain, my country. And uh, I was not going to have it. More than 60,000 viewers complained about Morgan's treatment of Meghan Markle in the wake of the bombshell Oprah interview. Morgan says those callers included the Duchess herself. I was under attack 
from Miss Markle, uh, both directly to my boss and to the government regulatory body, under attack to basically conform to her version of events. And I had to believe her. And if I didn't, I was a callous racist. It's not really about Meghan Markle. She's what she is. She's a delusional duchess who's on the make and wants to make millions, hundreds of millions of her royal titles whilst trashing the royal uh, family and everything it stands for. Fine. It's really about free speech. He says in his opinion, Meghan made 17 claims that are now in dispute. 17 different claims by the pair of them have now been proven to be either completely untrue or massively exaggerated or unprovable. And uh, I don't understand really why I should have to believe people who are not telling the truth. Greater than any fairy tale you've ever read. Greater than any fairy tale. Other news today, another disturbing random attack, this time in New York City. And the victim knows a thing or two about crime because she used to cover it as a TV reporter. She spoke with Amber Cagliano. It doesn't look so great, does it? This woman's face is black and blue after she was sucker punched on Easter Sunday. I see this guy coming towards me. 75-year-old Judith Thomas was walking to Easter dinner when she was attacked out of nowhere, as seen in this surveillance footage. All of a sudden, he delivers this hellacious punch right in my mouth. The suspect is seen crouching under the scaffolding and slamming his fist into Judith's face. Then you see her collapse to the ground. I was where you are standing. And when he punched me, I went down like a sack of potatoes. And then I began, I just put my face in my hands and I was saying, oh my God, oh my God, what just happened? I'm Judith Thomas for the News at Noon. Judith used to be a local TV news reporter in New York during the 1970s when crime was at an all-time high. She says she's worried the city is returning to the bad old days. What we have is chaos. This has happened to other people. It's happening to Asians. It's happening to lots of people. And it's crazy. It's the latest in a disturbing spate of unprovoked attacks on the streets of New York. On Saturday, a 73-year-old man was minding his own business when a deranged thug pummeled him in the face. Of course, there was the brutal assault that stirred outrage across the USA when an elderly Asian-American woman was kicked in the chest and stomped on the head. Three men inside a luxury apartment building did not come to her aid, closing the door shut. The doormen have now been fired. And last October, 67-year-old actor Rick Moranis was sucker punched by a stranger on the sidewalk. Many suspects charged with these random attacks have a history of mental health, multiple arrests, and homelessness. And now there are growing calls for the city to do something. If you have been sucker punched, Inside Edition safety expert Steve Cardian tells reporter Allison Hall there are things you can do to try to avoid further injury. Make a lot of noise. Back off. Get out of here. The, The louder you are, the more you present as a hard target, the better off you'll be. We can't let the cowards, the crazies, the bullies, and the criminals take over our streets. They belong to us, not them. 
Ms. Thomas says she will face her attacker in court. She says she will not be intimidated. In the wake of George Floyd's death, riots in Minneapolis caused at least a half a billion dollars in property damage, displacing hundreds of small businesses, many of them minority-owned. As testimony continues in the case of former police officer Derek Chauvin, shop owners are wondering if they'll ever be back in business again. Stephen Fabian reports from Minneapolis. Ten months after the eruption of anger over George Floyd's death, many businesses in the Minneapolis neighborhood are still hurting. In the days after George Floyd's killing, when riots broke out across the nation, this was actually a brand new sports bar here in Minneapolis, just waiting to have its grand opening. But demonstrators actually set this entire block on fire. And now you can see this is all that's left. This is what the bar named Scores looked like right before the grand opening. And this is how it looked after the building was torched. I was in tears. The owner is KB Bala, a Minneapolis firefighter, and he was building his lifelong dream to own a business. So you lost everything? Everything. Every dollar you put into it? Every penny that I put into it was gone. What was it like when you got the call that this place was, was on fire? I was at the fire station. I was at work that morning when I got the call. Samuel Willis Jr. and Cedric Steele own Just Turkey Restaurant in the free state of George Floyd, where police patrols are not welcome. It's putting an economic strain on our businesses in this area. We couldn't get inspectors to come in, plumbers or anything, because they said it's a war area. It's a, wow, that is really interesting. So you were just opening this place, trying to get inspections done, trying to get plumbers to come. Yeah. And they're saying we can't come there because it's a war-torn area? Yeah, yes. Despite their problems, many business leaders like Ivy Alexander, who owns the soul food landmark Smoke in the Pit, want to stress another important issue. We want our business open. Um, to strive, but at the same time, we want to see justice served. Today, a Minneapolis police officer testified that Derek Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd's neck is not a trained use of force tactic. This lady was in terrible pain from what she thought was a kidney stone. Well, it wasn't. Turned out she was pregnant and in labor. She told Megan Alexander she even had no idea she was expecting. She didn't know she was pregnant. Melissa Sergikoff thought she was passing a kidney stone. But surprise, like big surprise, she was in labor. So you had no idea you were pregnant? I had no idea I was pregnant. I mean, no idea. So how could such a thing happen? Melissa suffers from multiple sclerosis and recently switched medications. That is what she thought was causing her sudden weight gain. If you see all the signs they were there like there was weight gain there was my feet were swollen you know there were all these things but pregnant never crossed her mind melissa gave birth in the couple's bathroom here he is baby liam weighing six pounds six ounces happy and healthy so i've given birth three times and unexpected things happen you must have been terrified it was <laughs> terror it was fear she was it, screaming. it was insanity i was shocked i was happy most people have nine months to prepare you got like nine seconds i didn't have a diaper to my name the proud new parents are now settling into life at home in massachusetts and can't wait to tell Liam the story of how he came into the world. Now we have a precious baby boy.
Melissa and Donnie had planned to get married last year, but they had to postpone because of the pandemic. Now they plan to say their I do's in June as new parents. You know, first ladies often find themselves critiqued for their fashion choices, good or bad. And first lady Jill Biden has sparked plenty of commentary, or at least her stockings have. It's the first lady in fishnet stockings. As soon as Jill Biden stepped off a plane wearing the stockings, a black leather miniskirt, and high-heeled boots, the Twitterverse exploded. You're the first lady, not a 17-year-old goth girl, but many others applaud the look. If my legs looked as good in those fishnets and booties, I'd be wearing the same outfit. And former President Trump is recreating the Oval Office at Mar-a-Lago. Check out the desk. It sure looks like the famous Resolute desk that sits in the White House. His new post-presidency office features a portrait of Mount Rushmore and an array of family photos. And call this desk wars, because Vice President Kamala Harris is posing at her West Wing desk. It was built by the U.S. Navy using wood from the USS Constitution, the world's oldest warship. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, the house at the corner. Look what keeps happening. Then, this Jimmy Fallon sketch was so controversial, now he's making amends. Plus, why these kids are crying tears of joy. <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It looked like a cute sketch. Jimmy Fallon demonstrating popular viral dances with a TikTok influencer. But now the late night host is giving credit where credit is properly due. Jimmy Fallon danced his way right into a big controversy and is now trying to fix it. His guest, Addison Ray, is a well-known personality on TikTok, and she appeared on The Tonight Show the other night to teach Fallon some popular viral dances. They didn't anticipate the swift backlash. Viewers were angry that many of the dances Addison performed were created by young black influencers. Can you actually credit the mostly black creators of these dances? Went one post. Well, Fallon is now making amends. We did a bit with Addison Ray where she taught me eight viral TikTok dances. Now we recognize that the creators of those dances deserve to have their own spotlight. So right now, some of the creators will join me. On last night's show, Fallon gave the spotlight to the young creators. Addison did Laffy Taffy. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Indy performing Laffy Taffy Remix. Addison did Corvette, Corvette, but it was Young Prince who came up with the steps. It's definitely important for creators to get their credit, but honestly, I don't, I don't dance for credit. I dance because it brings people together. Now, all of America knows who deserves the credit for making the right moves. 
And Addison Ray says the original dancers do deserve all the credit. When we come back, car crashes right into the same house five times. Imagine sitting in your living room and a car crashes right onto your property. Well, it's happened to one family five times. It gives a whole new meaning to crash pad. Cars have lost control and crashed into this home, not once, not twice, but five times. The homeowner blames the location, a busy intersection in Miami Gardens right near Hard Rock Stadium. The damages have cost nearly $25,000. I think I would move. Well, good news is the city agreed to put up a guardrail at long last. When we come back, what might be the best birthday ever. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finally today, look who's home. These adorable siblings are in for a big surprise. I know you guys thought we were going for a photo shoot, but we're actually going to pick up babe. Their military dad is coming home after more than a year and a half in the Middle East. Surprise! Dad, you going to be here for my birthday. Yeah. It's group hug time. Welcome home, Dad. Love those reunions. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow. Some puzzles are hard to solve, others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.